Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Hello to everybody. Hello. It's, it's Jewishish, not the Jewishish. It's Jewishish. All the news that's fit for us to podcast and lots and more and maybe just right today. It's June 25th, 2020. And we have some very exciting, uh, we have something very exciting to start off with. I think I have a theme song no for kidding. us. You ready? I'm very yeah. ready. We got laughs. We got news. We got stories for the Jewish and non-Jews. All the sports and entertainment you could wish. We're the always irritating Jewish Maybe we can get uh, the guy from Twitter who's tweeting us the at hot dog trombone or trombone hot dog or whatever. To lay a track for us for that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I will uh, contact him. Here's a fun fact. Not very fun, but a fun fact. If you thought the team's name was the only racist association with the football team from Washington, you were wrong. They were the last NFL team to integrate and the marching band played Dixie on the field for 23 years. Much of that racism emanated from George Preston Marshall, who owned the team from 1932 until he died in 1969. Marshall's opposition to integration was so intense that the NAACP protested outside his home and the stadium in 1957. Well, the team took down his statue from outside the stadium this week and is removing his name from various places around the stadium, including its Hall of Fame. They're also retiring the number of their first black player, Bobby Mitchell. One can only hope that replacing the team name is next. Bobby Mitchell was a fantastic player. I remember him from my youth. I'm kind of astonished that they hadn't retired his number before this. So what happens when you retire someone's number? Nobody else can ever wear that number. No, no, no. no. I know that. I'm saying what happens when you retire it after you've already had other people after him have that number? Oh, that's not unusual. Really? Yeah. So what happens? That's frequently the case. Nothing, nothing. It's just from then on, nobody can wear it. All right. Yeah. It's not, you can't take the number away retroactively from people who've worn it in the you meantime. You don't get a career. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that. The, as, and the interesting thing was when baseball did this with Jackie Robinson's number, they allowed players who were wearing 42 at the time they did it to continue wearing it. And a couple of African-American players, one was Butch Husky on the Mets, felt very honored to be one of the last who would be wearing uh, mm. 42. So it sort of worked well both ways. Having failed to score a goal against Everton the other day, Liverpool roared back against Crystal Palace, winning 4 to nothing or who? 4-0. Who? who are all these people? These are soccer teams in England. Oh. So that put Liverpool one, one win or a Manchester City loss away from the Premier League title. We're still doing soccer? Former English soccer great Gary Lineker created a storm on Twitter yesterday when he wrote, quote, what a great side Liverpool are. The long wait is almost over. Absolutely the right decision to finish the Premier League and crown these worthy champions. Thus irritating fans of other teams and people who thought that soccer should not contribute to virus spread by resuming play. Why are we talking about soccer? It's pe- Some people care. It's on TV. The country of Sri Lanka they does not mess around to kick the ball. with people who try to pay off players and thus rig the results of cricket matches. You can get 10 years in jail for doing that. Now the heads of anti-corruption units for a couple of cricket organizations in neighboring India are arguing that the Indian government needs to institute 
similar legislation. Sports betting in India is outlawed under the 1867 Public Gambling Act, but since there are no strict penalties in place, it's guessed that around 20 million euros per year are bet on cricket, which leads to attempts to fix even small local matches. U.S. baseball fans may be forgetting about the Korean games as Major League Baseball crawls towards starting its season. But we aren't forgetting Korean baseball here on Jewishers, where we continue to enjoy the excitement of the Korean broadcasters. Hanwha took a 2-1 lead into the ninth yesterday, but Samsung managed a walk-off win thanks to this hit by Lee Hak-ju. And it's really quite a celebration they do, a bench-clearing celebration. And they're throwing things at the guy. It looks like snowballs, but they're throwing all kinds of stuff. They really know how to do excitement there. They They look like they're much more happy than when the American players do it, too. Yeah. Where are the American players? They're probably still frowning and kvetching even though they won. Exactly. And another news. After P. Diddy's Revolt TV called criticism of it in a verse by Eminem and, quote, unneeded distraction, Eminem apologized, agreeing that it was indeed an unneeded distraction, claiming that the verse had been released against his will via hack and saying, I don't have any issues with the revolt. I'd actually welcome the opportunity to work with them on some positive things and turn this in a different direction. Revolt expressed skepticism about the claim that the verse had been leaked. You know about this? Okay, hold on. Eminem uh, recorded a track on some other guy's song, but he 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 apparently didn't. He says he didn't mean for it to be released; that it was only released through a hack, and and it was critical of Revolt, and Revolt thinks the business of it's being a hack is phony, so they're irritated at him. We stopped talking about live stream concerts on here because there are so many of them, but there are at least two of note tomorrow. The great Angelique Kijo at 7 p.m. on the Summer State YouTube channel, and then at 8.30 p.m. Pacific time, a show by a group called The Immediate Family, which includes Danny Korchmar on guitar and vocals, Wadi Wachtel on guitars and vocals, Leland Sklar on bass, and Russ Kunkel on drums. If you have listened to music from the 1970s, you have heard those guys. They used to be called The Section, and they were the backing band for Carol King and James Taylor and Jackson Brand and Linda Ronstadt and Warren Zevon. Some combination of those guys can be heard on albums like Tapestry and Sweet Baby James and Running on Empty and on songs like Joni Mitchell's Carrie. Might be fun to see what they're up to it now. Might be indeed, those right? guys are important. Yeah. Ten year old Nandy Bushell attracted a lot of attention with her one minute cover of Rage Against the Machines Gorilla Radio and deserved it. This is her on drum, bass, and guitar.
thing with the drum that says Black Lives Matter in front of her. So, um, some of the attention came from Rage Against the Machine's Tom Morello, That's how who I yesterday saw it. gave her a new Black Fender Soul it's a Power Stratocaster. And a here's the clip guitar. of here's the clip of her getting the guitar oh from Morello, being greeted by him on her computer, and then opening the package. And and we think this will be worth listening to. But you you also you really want to watch this because it'll put a smile on your face. Yeah. Hey, Nandy, this is uh, Tom Morello, and I'd like you to have this guitar as a gift from me to you, because you rock so great, and to see someone rocking so great who is so young, it really gives me hope for the future. Uh, I didn't start playing guitar until I was 17 years old, so you are way super far ahead of me, and look forward to hearing uh, a lot more of your music in the future, and uh, you've got a lot of soul, and here's a little soul power to go with it. All right, keep it up. (laughs) <laughs> what you think? Wow! From the actual Tom Morello! Oh! Thank you so, so, so much, Tom Morello, for this beautiful guitar. I can't wait to jam with you. Thank you so, so much. I think that's pretty she's great. great. Yeah. I, I was listening to some of her other stuff. She's very good. Yeah. She's, she's, she has she's... a six-year-old brother who plays bass. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, as we go out on the Wiz Pops classic, the Manatee song. Is it Manatee or the Manatee song? What's it called? Uh, oh, let's see. Just Manatee. The Wiz Pops exclamation mark. Quote, Manatee. Manatee, end quote. Yes. Well, we would just like to thank everybody for listening as always. If anybody is listening at this point in the show. I'm listening. At this point in the series. I know you're listening. I'm not listening. Uh, so thank you everybody very much for... Yeah, but y- you know, it's been a good... Goodbye. Good luck. It's, that's it. Happy schmooze. That's all I got. Fade. 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 No, that was a terrible fade. You screwed it up. You were doing so well with fading and then... No. You're fading okay, too slowly. <laughs>